0: This is The Analysis, a weekly examination of the culture in light of truth. I'm Deanna Huff.
1: And I'm Mark DeMoss. Join us as we investigate and analyze the environment of the world where we live.
0: We will be shedding the light of God's Word on the issues.
1: And responding as Christians to influence followers of Jesus Christ to share the gospel with those around them.
0: Well, welcome to The Analysis.
1: And you're listening today while Deanna is on the remote uh, traveling in Virginia. Deanna, tell us what you're doing away from Oklahoma City.
0: Well, I'm here in Virginia, like you said, and I'm working on my Ph.D., and so I have a seminar this week, and it is in the book of Joshua and Judges, and just had a great opportunity to try and learn, and then had some opportunities to teach, and so excited to continue to learn and grow and just want to encourage our our people who are listening that you know, keep reading your Bible, keep keep reading books, and and grow and learn and share with others because it truly uh, makes an impact on people. The gospel changes lives, and so we well, excited about talking about our topic today, which is an extension of what we talked about last week, right, Mark?
1: That's right. Loving loving your neighbor, but that's broader. And we applied some specific things last time and thinking about people directly in your sphere. Um, and today, talking more about loving a larger and broader
0: community. Yeah, this multi-ethnic community that we live in, you know, we really are this melting pot of America. So the beauty of it, living in this land, is that, you know, We want to go out and share the gospel with the nations, and the nations are brought right here, you know, within our mix, and it has all different nations here in America. That's so great to be among different uh, cultures, foods, songs, all of those things, but uh, it's it's not so good if we're different in uh, knowing the one true God, right?
1: Yeah, and I think that's the thing that uh, is at the heart of what I want to think about and process for myself. If I look around my own community where I live, I look around Oklahoma City, and I see this growing um, multi-ethnicity, and uh, it does open up opportunities of understanding different world cultures and, and their backgrounds and where they come from. It creates some spiritual challenges, uh, and the spiritual challenge of how to share Christ with people from different cultures, as well as it challenges me a little bit in my thinking about um, what I really think about people from b- different backgrounds and cultures. And I have to look at myself a little bit and say, am I am I thinking rightly? Am I processing correctly my view of who God is and how he made us and um, how I'm going to love my neighbor, this multi-ethnic neighbor as myself. What does that look like?
0: Yeah, yeah, and you know what, I really think that it has to start with the question of where did we all come from? I mean, did we really have this Cambodian explosion where we're all, you know, different sorts of, of people or is it possible which I believe it is from the scripture that we all came from Adam and Eve and I think you know, we're not using the term here, race, because really, there's, there's only a couple of races that, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah. We, we,
1: we believe that God created uh, a race of people, humankind, and because of the fall, um, we now really have just two races. Those who are in Christ and those who are not in Christ.
0: Yeah, and it kind of goes with that little phrase that says they're either running to God or running away from God. And then, as the generations continue, Noah has is in there, and there's a flood, and a whole new uh, generation comes up from those three shams, him, and Jacob. Then we get to the Tower of Babel, and at the Tower of Babel, what happens? Well... You know, he separates the languages, Right. And yeah. That's talking to the cultures.
1: Yeah, and, and separated them because of their sinful desire to believe that with human power and human strength they can do exactly what we can find a better way than God
0: can provide for us. Yeah, so when we look back and we and we're we're using the word culture, we're we're looking at a people who are identifying themselves at a, a, a particular probably place like a Indian culture or uh, at an Asian culture. They, they have a particular place, they have a particular food or style or music or language. That's really, when we're talking about culture, we're, we're not just talking about one particular thing, but it's really how they live life together. Would you agree?
1: Yeah, we. I think we want to, because we want to identify away from the idea of race, um, we want to talk about culture, and that's much more than the country of origin you come from. Uh, I'm thinking about a particular lady in our church today uh, that grew up in a different part of the world than America, was born in, in a different part of the world than America. She, as a child, moved to... Uh, a completely different part of the world from that. And so she herself has this blend of cultures. Uh, and so you see the background of her origin, where she was born and that influence. You see the background of where she lived for many years, uh, growing up with her family and now living in America. And so she's this blend of culture herself. Uh, so... Uh, that's the kind of way we want to talk about. It. It's more than a language. It's more than where you were born. It, it's really much more than that.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, and interestingly enough, what, what happens is that we bring all these cultures together in the church. And we look outside of the church and we see all these different cultures and how they relate to one another. And I... I'm just going to propose that I really believe, and I I think you would agree, too, but I think most importantly, this is what the Scripture speaks to, is that there's going to be a day when the culture is going to be one group of people who are praising God in every tribe, tongue, language. And so how is it that we... Are supposed to live in relationship with one another here on earth until we get to that point. How do we live on earth in relationship with one another the way that it would be representative of Christ with all these differences that we have? What do you think?
1: If you're pointing to Revelation chapter 5, chapter 7, and probably in chapter 9, um, This image in heaven, and of this kind of culmination, uh, when you look at kind of the meta narrative scripture, the culmination point, and it's every tribe, tongue, people, nation, and culture. Culture is defined as a a society or group of people that have their own beliefs, they have their own way of life, uh, they have their own uh, art, customs, etc. Like all that binds them together and the image in Revelation is here is a group of that come from all diverse backgrounds on the earth of those things and yet now they possess one set of beliefs, one set of customs. They they're artistic in the same way and that it, their art is all derived from the worship and adoration of God, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And so how do we, knowing that's the goal, that's the culminating point, that's, that's where our faith in Christ is taking us, how does that begin to be represented in the way we do life now with other believers, and how we approach taking the gospel within these diverse cultures that interrupt us on an everyday basis? And that's what we're attempting yeah. to do. That's why I want to have that conversation. Yeah, and I think
0: this is where we get to the heart of it. We really have to have a biblical mindset of who we are in this multi ethnic thinking. And to to be able to see the image barrier or the image bearer, I'm sorry, of Christ on each individual because we're we're made in the image of God, right? And so sure. therefore we would treat one another uh, with respect and and all of those things that would flow from the fruit of the Spirit. So in the church, it seems like that we have this challenge, and uh, some some would say that, that we're the most segregated on Sunday. And so I, I, think, I think in part we're trying to get to this, how do we get away from that type of thinking into the thinking that has that biblical mindset? What are your
1: thoughts on that? Yeah, well, here's here's what we face, and, and the church, you referenced a statement that it has been made multiple times uh, that uh, the Sunday morning are the hours that the country is its most segregated. Um, and and there's, there's a couple of challenges within that. Um, number one, the pattern we see in Scripture is there's neither Jew nor Gentile, there's neither... Slave or free, there's either male or female because there's this commonality in Christ. And and, and the state was not to say those things disappear. There are males and females. There are people that grew up Jewish, and there are people that grew up Gentile or Greek and Roman and Asian and Indian and et cetera, right? There, those things do exist. It's not that they disappear, but that something else supersedes them, and the thing that supersedes them is their relationship to Christ and the commonality that they have through Him. So, if that's the case, shouldn't we worship together? You, you have the other argument is that is okay. That may be true, but you're trying to reach, and, I, and I'm just going to use it in our own community where we are. Okay, you're trying to reach somebody that's an. American that lives in your neighborhood, and you're inviting him to your church, our church, which is uh, going to have a fair number of other ethnicities, but most of those are coming from Hispanic cultures, Uh, a few of those come from an Asian culture, and some of those come from an African American culture, so I'm inviting this young African American to attend our church. And he comes and he looks around and goes, I don't see very many people like me. I don't, I don't see people in leadership like me, that look like me, that, that maybe even grew up with the same kind of background and thinking that I would have grown up with. And So I'm uncomfortable there. Wouldn't it be better if you, instead of inviting him to your church, you invited him to somebody's African-American church? Because that's where he'll be comfortable. And that's where he'll grow the most because he's most comfortable. And that's a a legitimate argument that gets used. How do we process that? Which is more right? Which is more beneficial? That's a question that we're dealing with as a congregation and that I think most congregations should be dealing
0: with. Yeah, and two, I think that this gives that opportunity to say, you know, Iron sharpens iron, as one man sharpens another. If we're both, regardless of, of culture, if we're both growing in Christ, and He is superseding, and we're worshiping Him, wouldn't it be better that we're worshiping together, and that their differences and my differences are being are 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 being under the opportunity? to be able to become in serving one another. And the community looking in on that, and hey, wait a second, that looks different. Why, why are they so different?
1: And, and that, my heart, in stressing for our church and, and what I would probably recommend to most congregations to be considering um, try to be as diverse as your as your local community is diverse. So I, I wouldn't say to a, a, a town, a church where there is no people that, are, that live there from Thailand, you know, if you don't have any people from Thai in your church, you're not being biblical. No, you can only be as diverse as your community allows. But to the, to the extent that your community is diverse in culture, Uh, and ethnicity strive for that intentionally because of the witness it is to the world. We see all of these challenges in racism in our world and the accusation of racism. The church needs to be a pattern of what it can look like. So let's get the world looking in on people who are diverse in their ethnicity but are finding commonality in something larger and greater. That being Christ for the Church, it ought to be a pattern to the world that that can be the way that it is.
0: Yeah, and the truth is, on the heels of that, no one else can do this well except the body of Christ, having Him as the head, submitting to Him, and and loving one another as we, we would want to be loved. The world can try to replicate that, but... They won't be able to really manifest that in its fullness without the Spirit of God doing it. And two, don't you think that it ties into the Great Commission? I mean, go into what?
1: All the world. The whole world. That's what you want to see uh, the world look in and see something different happening. And the question, how is this able to occur? And the answer isn't because in the church we overlook each other's differences and we try to be kind to one another and, and, you know, we we make each other who we are and what we are. No, the answer is every one of us is trusted in Christ and being placed into his community, his culture, brings more commonality than differences. So, yes, there's still differences. You You grew up different than I did. We, we have the same ethnic makeup, but your culture is different than my culture. You up different than I did. Your family was different than my family. and But there's more commonality between you and I because of Christ than there's differences. And that's true regardless of where somebody came from in their ethnic background.
0: Yeah, which makes the relationship and the aroma of Christ that much sweeter. And that's what people can to. It to smell and see and feel when they're in that presence. That's that love of God that we want to express to all people. Well, I've really enjoyed the conversation. I'm so glad that we got to talk. And I know next week we're going to talk about witnessing to the broken, making God's image. And I know, Mark, uh, we both have mentioned so many things going on in, in the world around us. So I'll look forward to doing that again next week being back in Oklahoma
1: yeah I can't wait for you to be back with us and do this live it's going to be a great conversation there's there's a lot going on in our world there's a a lot that we can address brokenness from the personal level to to national, international disasters Uh, and I think the Bible has some things to say to us I look forward to that conversation as well Uh, well
0: thanks for listening and We'll catch this back up next week.